Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast, starring Mafu, Jack and Ross. We like to have a pleasant look at the previous week of wrestling, talk about some silly stuff, try to ignore the too serious stuff and just give people a distraction during these horrible lockdown times. But it would be a complete insult to everybody if we didn't at least address some of the things that we are able to address due to libel laws uh, that has happened this past week. Uh, again, we were doing our best here to do express how we feel about these things. However, as we approach somebody who is part of the Twitter movement to help get some of these accusations out, make people feel safe, we asked them, how can we do this? And they said, well, Colaholic is basically a lads club. I mean, you can give your opinion about stuff, but you're not... You can only give three lads staffed opinions on these things. So as long as you let people know, they're not going to be expecting this huge, massive, all-encompassing statement. And knowing that after this, we're going to do our best to go on and talk about some of the other stuff that's happened in wrestling and carry on. Because we know, for a lot of people, lockdown is still in effect. But I'm glad that we're doing this on a Thursday. Last Thursday, when we were doing our podcast... There was some accusations going on about one wrestler in particular. And that's when I was last time going, oh, some stuff on Twitter. Let's avoid that for now, lads. Eh? And then that person got another accusation and another accusation. And then can't stop being active. Those women and later on some men in the UK and then Ireland and then America and the entire effing world got together and realized, oh, wait. We can actually do something with these accusations. One accusation doesn't get anything done. Lots of accusations at the same time may have an effect. And yes, again, we've been as careful as we can. I know this is like probably the dullest intro we've ever done, but I don't care. Yes, Twitter is not a court of law. It's not the police. It's just Twitter. It's just a small step for some people to get some of these accusations out there. I have been told by some of the people who are working hard with this that there are genuine police activities going on. Which is one of the other reasons why we're not going to say anything in particular, because it would be incredibly detrimental to get in the way of those. Uh, so this is just, like I said, the first of many small steps. To some people, there's going to be a lot more steps to follow. So before getting the long list of stuff uh, to get around these issues of actions that companies have taken so far, Jack, how are you feeling this week, mate? It's been a bad week, hasn't it? Um, but I guess the positive way to look at it is that it's, a very necessary step in in fixing what appears to have been a very deep-rooted and systematic problem in in wrestling worldwide. Uh, obviously, it's unacceptable, but 
it's it's at least a good thing that that things are starting to be done and hopefully it doesn't just you know it doesn't just get rid of some very dangerous people out of the wrestling business but it also leads to you know more widespread change in terms of the general culture of of pro wrestling uh, and you know how a lot of wrestlers and trainers are allowed to behave and how they're expected to behave so i think even though it's been a horrible week it's been a necessary one as well Ross, how are you feeling, Paul? Ah, it's been a horrible week just reading everything that's been put out there. But as I think a lot of us have said on this channel, I'm sure many other YouTube channels as well, difficult conversations need to happen for things to change. And they're happening now, so that's going to be, it can be a good thing, I guess. Um, I just want to say what Tom's been saying on his news videos, that there are still good people out there. I think everyone's down on the wrestling business at the minute, and rightfully so. But now, hopefully, things will change in the good will flourish to the top or however that saying goes but i it's a difficult one this weekend uh, it absolutely is and yeah uh rather than going on about this stuff because i'm glad i'm doing this with you two guys there's been times when i've been very tempted this past week to just go on twitter rant and rave and just cuss out everybody about the anger of feeling and realizing that's not going to help anybody it's just very selfish behavior and getting in the way of people actually trying to do stuff and i'm glad that you two guys are here because i wouldn't want to look like a tit <laughs> but in no uncertain order, Joey Ryan and Dave Christ both gone from Impact. Michael Elgin has also been suspended. Jimmy Havoc is in rehab for AEW. Sammy Guevara on suspension. Progress indefinitely suspends. Jordan Devlin and Scotty Davis, the tag team champions, uh, also Travis Banks. Progress also announced immediate change-up in the internal structure of the company. Uh, El Ligero, Mark Dallas, Joey Ryan, David Starr, many of us have wiped their social media. David Starr has had all the titles he held in the UK and Irish Indies that I'd like to point out were the only ones that still had faith in him after WWE said, no thanks, pal. Uh, every Wrestle Factory trainer involved with Jukara quit. Uh, today, Mike Quagmanbush has announced that both Jukara and Wrestle Factory have closed just like that. IPW UK, which had only just been brought, uh, brought about, sorry, rebought out again, uh, announced that even though they have the copyright and trademark and video library, they have absolutely no intentions of ruining any more shows under that name. And that's just a very brief summary of what has been a week. I imagine, as you know, if you've been a long time watcher of this, there'll probably be 10 other things by the time this actually gets released. We're not going to try and catch everything. That's it's ridiculous at this point. And as a fan who's been watching wrestling for since it was a ban, always had that weird thing of should I be watching this still? A lot of this seems to be aimed at kids and people who aren't me anymore. And I've always said, never mind this Katie Vick angle or Mohammed Hassan or Impact Wrestling in general. There's always been something to, to focus on and go, that's why I'm a wrestling fan, and that's why I'm this, and I'm not embarrassed. Uh, I've never been more ashamed to be a wrestling fan this past week. So, as Ross said, though, there are plenty of positive people out there that we should be focused on and mind ourselves exist. Specifically, some of the people who are involved very in-depth in the movement that's going on on Twitter, and they would like to point out that, and I even hate saying this, but if there have been anybody who have been um, subject to any of the accusations of, of some of the people named or anybody else that hasn't been named. If you did want me to point out, uh, you can contact mind.org.uk. Uh, there is the NSPCC. 
And uh, you can also go to 101 to report any assault anytime. There's people in this country. Hopefully I'll get Machiti to put some links in the description. Um, and that's it. And now we're going to move on to other stuff. Not to sound like we're heartless or anything else like that, but we know we some people like to watch this show and get away from this crap. So we'll move on to the other news. Oh, everyone's got COVID. Sweet. <laughs> fan fantastic. Well, thank you very much, wrestling. Uh, so far, mass reports from the wrestling websites of people in AW and WWE of getting it. Uh, Moxley report it hasn't been on Dynamite because he suspected he had it because Renee Young confirmed she does have it. However, I believe Moxley has tested negative. So, still not sure about Moxie versus Brian Cage happening, but still being advertised. Uh, Adam Pearce in WWE has also been announced that he has it. Uh, I've got a huge outbreak here, but it's pretty much... Oh, sorry, uh, QT Marshall, again, is also not there. He met someone, I think they were keen to say, someone who wasn't in wrestling he came to contact with. Yeah. Because, you know, they're allowed to see people outside of it. And, yeah, it just seems to be... Florida in general is completely knackered. If you are flying to Florida or fly from Florida, I believe, you have to speak two weeks in quarantine afterwards. Yeah. So if you're flying from Florida to New Jersey, New York, or Connecticut, then you have to spend two weeks in quarantine. It's not just Florida, it's various states that those oh, three that those three northeastern states have put like travel restrictions on. Obviously, WWE are quite based in that <laughs> in that area, so We'll see what happens. Personally, just from how it's been dealt with so far, I absolutely can't see Vince McMahon saying, let's shut it all down, because he's plowing on regardless anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think those are the two news stories of the week. It's been brilliant, hasn't it? It's been yeah. so good. I just think it's worth mentioning just before we came on the air there. On the air. Just before we started recording. Uh, Kayla Braxton, the uh, the backstage interviewer, said she's uh, had it not once but twice. She got it at the start of March and she had it again. So, bloody hell, you can get it twice. I think it's worth getting that message out there. Once you've had it, don't rest on your levels. Mm. Keep your face covered and all that malarkey. But aye. Aye, right now the smartest person wrestling is Dr. Britt Baker in her Pope mobile right now. So... <laughs> That is it. Uh, that's the end of this new section. Um, we're going to move on to the next bit now. And like I said, we're going to try and be a bit more upbeat. If you want to keep on joining us, fantastic. Uh, if not, we completely <laughs> we completely understand if you want to go, all right, you know what, I don't feel like watching anything today. Uh, get yourself outside the house. Lovely weather here in the UK, at least. Hope it is wherever you are. And hopefully see you next week for more of the same. But if you're staying, then hello. You just oh, said bye. Oh, hey guys, how you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody get excited for the Cultaholic Hall of Fame. Ah, onwards and upwards to the Hall of Fame. And in condescending order, last place, football manager. 24%. I'm genuinely surprised at that. I thought everybody who like didn't play video games played football manager. I guess we sports took that over. Uh, the Pooh Housery of Randy Orton at Black... Backlash 2000, 28%. 2000? 2020. Leave me alone. Breezango's <laughs> ring count entrance on NXT, 48%. Thank you very much. That was my win. 
And I'm glad I get to go first because it's another emotional one, but I don't care. Uh, the one thing that's got me through this past week is because it's been easy to think, you know what? Burn all of wrestling, put it in a big bin, and I'll do something else with my life. I'll become a badminton fan instead. I'll follow Stuka. It doesn't matter. I'll do something else with my life. But one thing that's going through my head repeatedly is the fact that I'm not going to allow anybody to ruin the amazing memories I've had traveling uh, all over the UK and Ireland, to Germany, to America, to every other place in between. And also, I'm not pals with these people. What I am pals with are all the people I've met along the way. All those people I've met at wrestling shows, had a drink with, hey, who do you like? Do you like that guy? Ah, oh, that guy sucks. My guy's going to beat him tonight. Ha ha ha. You know, those people I met along the way who I'm still in contact with on Twitter, on Facebook, and who I have every intention of meeting up with once this is all over. And I don't even care if there's a ring there. We'll just meet up in a hall. We'll play music. We'll play Mortal Kombat. We'll do anything else. So my nomination this week is, get me through this week, all the wrestling friends I've met. Sorry, I'll say it again. All the people I've met because of wrestling. Not necessarily wrestlers or promoters, just those people who are wrestling fans. I'm a wrestling fan. Hey, we wouldn't have met if I hadn't been for this event. How nice is that? And I'm focused on them, getting good to them, and can't wait to see them again. That's a good one. Mine's yeah, not as good. Follow, follow mine's, that. Yeah, mine's, <laughs> mine's the song September by Earth, Wind & Fire. It's just a good song. That is a banger, like. I'm it's voting good, for that one. Good Screw song. my wrestle friends. Just heard it for the first time in a while the other day. It's uh, it's just a great song, isn't it? Give us a verse. Yeah. What? Give us a verse. No. Why? It's I, I can't get my voice that high. Because he doesn't remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh, never was a cloudy day. What a tune. There's also a funny bit in American Dad when he's singing it when he's tied up in the chair. That's good. So mine's, mine's that song, uh, September by Earth, Wind & Fire. Because... I felt like I should nominate something this week that's just relentlessly positive to counteract all the bad stuff. I went for that. It's such a happy song. Ross. I watched, the, I'm sure as we all did, the final episode of Undertaker's Last Ride documentary on the network. Cried at the end when that Troubadour song came on. Why they picked that song, The Cruel Bastards, I'll never know. Oh, got me going, so it did. But my main takeaway from that entire docuseries is just how nice... Undertaker's voices when he sat there in his chair speaking. So my nomination for the Hall of Fame is Undertaker's normal voice. What a, <laughs> soothing, what a relaxing, soothing tone he has. It's very warm, very fluid, wonderful talker. Undertaker's speaking voice, Matthew. I don't know what I was expecting, but it wasn't that. It's lovely, Thanks. isn't it, though? It's interesting hearing him talk normal, even after mm. all these years in the Steve Austin podcast. It's just like... Well, I was done, you know. <laughs> His eyes bugging out like that, like Pan's Labyrinth. It's nice. It's nice, Ross. It's a good pick. I'm not lying. I've still got September. <laughs> Probably the rest of the podcast. Did you have a song week... like that, uh, Ross, where there's a song that any time you hear it, you're like, oh, yes. Oh, it's Don't Let this, uh, The Sun Go Down On Me by Elton and George. Oh, oh my God. What a banger that is. Every single time it comes on, the hairs in the back of my neck are erect. That was a choice. Oh, sorry. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big Mingo. song. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, probably Everyone's a Winner Baby by Hot Chocolate's Mine. Mm. Ah. 
Bon Jovi, it's my life as well. Oh, it's a good one, yeah. Any of her rise favourites there, Jack? <laughs> uh, I recently, just last year before, you know, rise shut and I had nowhere to go, uh, I really got into, for some reason, Kickstart My Heart by, it's not as big, it's not as much of like a sunny, upbeat song, but when you're just a, a bit drunk and you want a song to just be like, I'll also never Give forget in Rise, you making me laugh so much once when Limp Bizkit's My Way came on and you started quoting lines from the Rock Austin promo. <laughs> <laughs> Take Deborah out of the equation. She doesn't matter. <laughs> She's not a factor. <laughs> oh, God. Just one. I have to beat you, Rocky. <laughs> I feel like nothing else. More fun. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's... You know, I'm glad that that's gone from first to second gear here for the podcast, talking about Daft songs and memories that rise. Thank you. The three picks, the friends you've met via wrestling, Undertaker's Real Voice, and September by Earth, Wind & Fire. Three great picks. And they're all for you. You can only pick one by going to patreon.com forward slash cultaholic. This is this week in the wrestling. It's this bloody week in the wrestling. This week in wrestling. Oh, it just gets more and more positive, doesn't it? Smackdown to start. Uh, AJ Styles has his title celebration and makes Daniel Bryan put the belt on him. It's a title, not a belt. He's challenged by a debuting Matt Riddle, but insists that'll be a non-title match. Riddle wins. What did you think of this, Jack? Because I didn't see Smackdown. <clears throat> this is the segment that everyone's been talking about because Renee Young was in it and then she talked to... AJ and then AJ wrestled Riddle and then everyone got in the ring and celebrated with Riddle. Oh, really? So, yeah, so there's a lot of people involved in this segment who could potentially, well, who were in very close contact with each other. So, but yeah, uh, that's, what I, that's what I thought of this segment. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, well, as long as that was the only bad thing about that segment. Chad Gable beats Mojo Raleigh despite Mojo being bigger and taller. I think Eight this is a reference to Eight inches they Matthew. Eight inches they claimed. It's a lot of inches. That might there be true. a lot of inches. Nah. I, I think not. that's true. Yeah. If Mojo. Mojo's, if Mojo's like 6'2". Oh, hang on. Is this no. real height? No, or yeah, is no, this never mind. No. Is it real height, wrestling height, or backstage interview height? I think... Maybe it was slightly exaggerated, which never happens in wrestling, so I don't know why they no, do that. Never is, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't sound like wrestling. So my, my mate's favourite thing about wrestling, even when we were at school, used to be when like they'd go, look at that that 20-foot ladder in the ring, that the referee would be like holding steady and the referee <laughs> would be halfway up because, wow, that's a pretty impressive-looking 10-foot referee you got there, mate. <laughs> anyway, New Day beat the Lucha House Party. Oh, but are jumped by Cesaro and Nakamura, who demand respect. Any good? Yeah, Cesaro lost his lost his temper, so he did. He, he was shouting at Michael Cole, and it felt really real, because what he was saying was true. He was like, eight years, you've been a dick to me, WWE. Eight long years. Take that one. Yeah. Good on them. I liked it. Okay. Mandy is a rose on Miz TV. Sonya comes Mandy's out a rose. Up. Did I put that? You put Mandy as a guest. You said Mandy's a rose. <laughs> Did I? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I she I is. <laughs> I'm on my ball today. Uh, Mandy is a rose and a guest on Ms. TV. Sonia comes out and they argue, then brawl. 
Miz and Morrison mock them before Sonya hides behind Miz and Mandy slaps them. Yeah. yeah. That is a series of events that happened in that order. <laughs> <laughs> Mandy and Mandy and Sonya are still like giving it their all with the promos, but I'm getting to the stage now where I'm like, can we just hurry things along and get to like a big match between the two of them? But, they yeah. had one on SmackDown a few weeks ago, didn't they? We'll it's have really... a bigger one on pay-per-view. Yeah. Fight pit. <laughs> Nikki Cross attacks Bailey and Sasha while they're gloating at the announce table. She wants a match with Sasha and Bailey accepts on Sasha's behalf. Sasha isn't happy, but still wins. Ross. Yeah, they're still they're doing the Batista and Triple H thing, which I'm fully on board with. Uh, it's going to go on for a while longer, hopefully until crowds are back. And obviously by that time, we'll all be on board with Sasha so much. When she does finally turn, big Poppington, wowzers, great stuff. <laughs> and the Firefly Funhouse is back while Braun is in the ring. Braun says Bray had his chance to beat him and failed. Bray transforms back into Wyatt family era Bray and tells Braun to follow the buzzards. Jack, was this good? Well, yeah, because it's a Bray Wyatt promo and he's really charismatic. Uh, I think it's it's just going to lead to a rematch, isn't it? And I assume that Bray's finally going to win the belt back because he should have had it before Goldberg came along. That was only this year. <laughs> yeah. Also this year, Monday Night Raw. Drew, oh Christ... Drew opens the show, but is interrupted by Ziggler. Come on, uh, get hey. it on. He started that promo by going, we've got to look to the future. And I'm thinking, Angel Garza, maybe? Andrade? Someone exciting? No. Out he comes. I mean, the matches will be great. And they've got history there between them after, you know, the held down roll with Rollins. Was it 2018 they had that year-long? Was it a year-long feud? It felt like a year-long feud. But yeah, it's just when Ziggler comes to anything with me, I'm just numb to what he does these days. He's been around so long and knocked down so many times. Poor bastard. Anyway, that's besides the point. There'll be good matches, Will. Aye. He's been knocked on the floor more times than Pogs. I just want to see him anywhere else other than here. Uh, He reminds Drew that he helped revive his career and now he's owed a title match. Drew, for some reason, accepts. Uh, Okay. Because he can beat him. I don't know. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you're right. I I hadn't (laughs) thought about that. He's just thinking, how many spins can I get him to do when I give him the Claymore kick? He's going to make sure the camera cuts just before he hits him <sighs> with the Claymore kick. And apparently the, it's been AJ Styles switched for Dolph Ziggler. That's the talent exchange they've said. And Robert Roode, Matthew. And Robert, don't forget Robert Roode. Robert Roode. He's still in Canada, isn't he? No, yeah, he's apparently he's still Dolph Ziggler's partner, even though they haven't been oh. together on TV for several years. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Like Ziggler teased, teased Robert Root's transfer, if you can tease that sort of thing, by going, me and my tag team partner. And I was thinking, Sonia, bloody hell, Sonia's on Raw. But no, <laughs> it was Robert Root. Uh, yeah, there's still a thing. That's not a tease, that's a threat. <laughs> <laughs> Nia calls out Charlotte, and only in wrestling in the brackets here, after a brief interruption from R-Truth and Tazawa's ninja gang, Charlotte comes down to the ring and they argue over who deserves to take Asuka's title before brawling. Charlotte injures her arm, which hinders her in her title match against Asuka later on. Asuka wins. Naya attacks Charlotte later and further injures her arm. I can't believe this, Jack. 
Nia Jax injuring someone. What happened? No, it was kayfabe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Uh, they're writing off Charlotte because she's off to have some sort of surgery. Uh, so this was the way they did it. I feel really bad for all of the women in NXT <laughs> who just got destroyed by Charlotte, who didn't even get pinned when she dropped it to EO. And then she's now put over Asuka, but in a way where you look at it and go, it's not so much because Asuka's really good, it's because Charlotte was so hurt. <laughs> I don't know. Right. It was a good so, match, though. So she lost to Asuka, but it took Nia Jax, Asuka, and Akira Tozawa's Ninja Army. Oh, no, not them. They didn't, they didn't attack. <laughs> like, that sounds great. It was a good match, uh, though. Okay. So she is she really going? She well, by the way. Yeah, she tapped there. Yeah, to be fair, she did tap out. Okay. It was the first the first time since May 2018 or something. She's tapped on the television screen. Uh, sorry, Sam Daft. Is she really going for a few months to get surgery? Yeah. yeah. When she's been on every show for the I past think it's a, I think it's a, it's a welcome move, mate. Just the, over, mean, ex- the overexposure and the horrible booking which benefited nobody but her has really hampered her. So she goes away for a bit and we're have a nice... Nice cleanse of Charlotte. It's not her fault, by the way, is it? Her being booked like that. She's not going to go, no, I don't agree with this. I don't agree with being made look like the best wrestler since Hulk Hogan. <laughs> She's going to say, I'll do it. Why the hell not? It's what you're asking me to do. But yeah, I feel sorry for Charlotte in that respect. A welcome breather for me. Good point. The Street Profits and Viking Raiders finally have their tag title match in this much-hyped championship edition of Raw. The Profits retain and everyone is best friends. Then Andrade and Gaza attack, and then bravely run away. Ross, any thoughts? The big show came back. Oh, that's later yeah, on, isn't it? I mentioned that it was, a bit later. Yeah. yeah, I'm thinking about last week's show. Sorry, when you just appeared out with nowhere to help the street prof raider thing. I don't know what to think anymore. We sat through all that for them to be friends. Is well, what are they? Are they the Viking prophets? Yeah. Why aren't they the street raiders? That would be cool. Because there's probably a lot of raiding on streets going on right now that they want to bring attention to. Oh. You can't. You can't. Oh, God, I. Yeah, of course. What? Remember when... <laughs> remember, you know, so there's obviously Team Hell No. And do you remember Team Road Scholars? Yeah. Why weren't they just the Road Scholars, not Team Road Scholars? That always really annoyed me. Because isn't... A Rhodes Scholar a thing, so they couldn't call themselves the Rhodes Scholars. Can't, you can't trademark no. Rhodes Scholars. But Was it? Team Rhodes Scholars. I just assumed it came Rye out. Baxel. I just assumed it came out around the same time as Twilight and everyone was Team Edward or Team Jacob. Oof, I didn't even thought about that. I don't know though. Might be later on. The Gangster Nators. <laughs> <laughs> Edge says that Orton has a book. The B Sharps, sorry. <laughs> Ed says that Orton has awoken the darkness inside him and gets all evil. It sounds like he's quite undisturbed. Uh, later, Orton and Flair are confronted by the Big Show, or ruined by Ross's exclusive leak there, who's angry because Edge and Christian are my friends. Unhappy face emoji. They're really good friends, apparently. Apparently so. Big Show wants to fight Orton, but he and Flair back off. Give us Big Show versus Flair in 2020, it says. 100%. Sasha and Bailey beat the Iconics. Sasha says she wants to be a double champion. 
teasing going after Bailey's SmackDown title, but instead challenges Asuka for the Raw Women's Championship. Asuka comes out and tells Sasha she's not the boss of her now, like Malcolm Middle. She's not the boss. Oh, you've actually written it. She's not yeah. the boss of her now, and she's not so big. Life is unfair, and the heels beat her down. Uh, we know you're a big fan of that. Jack, what did you think? You had a lot of fun writing the description. I did. Uh, I'm a really big uh, fan of both Sasha and Asuka, so I'm really excited for the match. I think that could be an absolute banger of a match at Extreme Rules. I don't want them to even give it a stipulation. I'm worried it'll turn into like a kendo stick match or whatever. Just wanted to be Sasha versus Asuka, stick them in the ring, do a wrestle for 20 minutes and it'll be really good. Yeah. yeah. And Rollins and his disciples try to attack Ray and Dominic, but they're thwarted by the vintage tag team Alistair Black and Humberto Carrillo. The baddies gain control of the brawl and Rollins tries to shove Dominic's eye into ring steps. He loves that spot. But Black and Carrillo recover and chase their baddies away. Go and get away, baddies. Uh, Ross, what do you think of Big Dom? Fantastic, isn't he? I don't want to see Rey Mysterio versus Rollins now. I want to see Big Dom. I want to see Big Dom get Seth done. Get the job done. I want to see Big Dom kick him in the head. That's what I want to see. Big Dom is going to be great. Can't wait. Prince Mysterio. Is that what he trademarked a few months, years ago? Decades ago? I don't know. No, no, it was a team Prince Mysterio. (laughs) I want to see Big Dom win King of the Ring. And then he'd be King Dom. Big shout out. Oh my God. King Dom. King Dom. No, do you know? Oh, you won't know King Dom. He's a great guy. He's a fan. He was a fan of the channel a couple of years ago. I don't know if he still watches, but King Dom, great guy. Probably I've grown it by now. He's about six years old when he used to call him. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> Unless he's there. King Dom, hello. <laughs> uh, if you're watching King Dom, <laughs> yeah. hope you Shout doing well. Shout out to a guy who may or may not exist. Oh, he exists. <laughs> he exists, uh, but he, he, he sounded very, very, very young when we used to speak to him. On the no, his there. voice was definitely breaking as it got deeper towards the end, I think. <laughs> I don't know. There's going to be two, two people who know what we're talking about here because it was on the air. Uh, <laughs> the paid for what culture service live streams. <laughs> oh, that. He was a, he was a regular yeah. caller. Great yeah. guy. There were so many. Ross and Pacini had like a little radio show going on. Oh, it was amazing. Used to go in and just get drunk. <laughs> didn't watch, they didn't watch the wrestling that they were meant to be no, watching. They just used to get drunk and sing songs <laughs> and people watched that for some reason. Bloody hell. Simpler times, eh? What a great formula. <laughs> AW. Wardlow beats Luchasaurus in a pretty crazy lumberjack match. This sets up Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy versus MJF and Wardlow at Fighter Fest. Uh, not pretty crazy. The lumberjacks were some of the most useless lumberjacks I've ever seen in wrestling. But they were there to catch the big lads <laughs> no, as they were doing their dive. Were, so. the, lumber, the lumberjacks were actually doing their jobs. Well, Looking scared. No, Cutler and Stunt tried to get the action back in the ring and got absolutely chucked off the stage. At one point during the show, Excalibur said that someone got tossed off and it was really good because he didn't have a clue what he was saying. It was very funny. Yeah, I'm, sh- I'm sure he didn't. Uh, I'm he sure crew- he didn't because he's not. He's, Amer- <laughs> he's American. He crushed it, squashes Red Velvet, the best cake, and attacks Penelope Ford in the crowd to continue the build to their Fighter Fest match. And then the Nightmare family do a press conference ahead of Cody's title defense against Hager. Hager shows up late and his wife throws water in Cody's face. People keep on asking me, so Cody's the bad guy in this, right? Because <laughs> they just say he exudes healness. Anything he's wearing bro- the suit he's broken his own rule already. Right? Yeah. About fighting every week and defending this title. Instead, we're having this arse-licky press conference. 
which I don't know, didn't help for me. With his red jacket, his butler's coat. Yeah. Can I just go and grab my charger quickly? Sorry, just because my laptop's starting. My laptop's starting to like freeze. I'm scared. Oh hi, Jack. Hello. How's your charger? It's improved the laptop immediately. Oh, good. Well, now I can get the pressing issues of a Joy Janela and Sunny Kiss beat up some bad guys in the forecourt of Weatherby Services. <laughs> okay, that, nice touch. Later, they lose to Brody Lee and Cole Cabana, with Lee giving Cabana the pinfall. Lance Archer comes along and batters the losers of the match, while Jake the Snake tries to rein him in. Yeah, Cabana just basically said, yeah, I'm joining the Dark Order. And he did. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. It's weird sometimes when wrestling storylines are simple. Because yeah. we're so used to them dragging on and on. I think it's one of those things where I was like, oh, I'm going to join the Dark Order. No one stopped me. And everyone <laughs> else went, all right, cheery bye. <laughs> uh, FTR beat SCU in an awesome match that apparently wasn't scheduled to happen. Uh, but it did because of stuff. And then Butcher, Blade, Pentagon and Phoenix challenged FTR and the Bucks to an eight-man tag at Fighter Fest before driving away in FTR's truck. Yeah, I thought this match was great. I'm loving this the FTRs match so, good. so far. The, yeah, the match was so... There were so many tactics going on. I love tactics. Did you see it, Ross? I did. I saw it all, and I thought it was... Yeah, it was fantastic. I'm just questioning where the allegiance between the Butcher and the Blade and the Lucha Bros comes from, because that challenge for that eight-man tag team match came out of nowhere, for me, anyway. I might be wrong. They must have struck a deal backstage. I don't know. Oh. Got to the gaps. Yeah, well, we can't have this huge match straight away what do we do have some more tag teams in and in fairness AEW does have some issues sometimes their tag division is pretty stacked right now Yeah, it reminds me of uh, do you remember when The Rock came back and him and Cena had a tag match against like Miz and Truth I think are they going to try and one up each other with like who can do the best tag team in I don't know <laughs> yeah Ross what was the name of the uh, Miz R-Truth tag team the awesome truth no, T- Team Awesome Truth. I'm sorry you oh, don't get the sorry. Oh, oh, walked into that one. I thought you were supposed <laughs> to be the expert. Oh, anyway. no. Jericho confronts Orange Cassidy in the build to their match. He says Cassidy is an embarrassment the business. And this is one of the best things of this week, I think. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. He said, why the chicken cross the road to get the other side? He says that joke several times. He goes, first time you hear that, it's funny, isn't it? About the fifth time, it doesn't, it's not funny anymore. Like you, Orange Cassidy. And I was like, oh, that's <laughs> nice. Uh, he says he's only over because the fans can relate to him because they're lazy and they suck, etc. Cassidy mocks Jericho with his little kicks, so Jericho breaks his sunglasses. And that's enough to make Cassidy snap and they brawl. Jericho gets put through a table at the end of the show, and Orange Cassidy has a big gash here. Just the shades, looks all cool. That's how the show goes off the air. Jack, your thought. Where did Orange Cassidy get the second pair of sunglasses from? Keeps them in his pocket, doesn't he? Oh, right. I thought he'd stashed it around the arena like Triple H with his sledgehammers, but no. Yeah, I thought it was good. It reminded me a little bit of when Kofi put Orton through the table at MSG before his push got, you know, totally cancelled. But uh, yeah, I liked it. I'm more excited for the match, though, than the build. But then this is the go-home show before week one of Fighter Fest. So I enjoyed it. It was good. Awesome. NXT. Before the show, Cameron Grimes slammed the door on Damian Priest. Now he expects a forfeit win, but Priest shows up anyway. Uh-oh. But then Grimes gets the easy win over his weakened opponent and is very happy about it afterwards. Ross, did you see NXT? I caught the highlights. Um, so I saw the, the card bit. That looks gnarly. Well, the result of it looked gnarly with how much he was screaming and whatnot. And I, I love Cameron Grimes is good. I didn't see much of Trevor Lee and Impact and whatever. But he's, he's good, isn't he? Very good. Yeah, it took me a while to get used to his look because I'm... That top hat. Like, Lovely hair, though. Mm. Soft as hell. <laughs> Shampoo and conditioner. Carrying <laughs> uh, Cross, Santos Escobar, and the team of Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez all pick up fairly dominant wins. Yep. I didn't, Ripley, know, I didn't know what to say oh, about it. I yeah, just thought right. I was them together. Rhea Ripley beats Alia. And Regal books Ripley versus Alia and Stone in a handicap match. If Rhea loses, she has to join the Robert Strome brand. Glad to see that loss to Charlotte hasn't affected her. Into what? It's a train. He's starting a train, he said. Which I can't believe, obviously. A train? To me, me, he said train, didn't he? Oh, did he? Choo choo, yeah. Oh, they're giving everyone but the woman who needs a train a train. Strowman, Robert Stone. When's Tamina's time, I'm asking? Tamina had a train. She did have one. Not an official one. She lost the match. Didn't get a rematch, though. She got screwed and then just forgotten about. It's disgusting. <laughs> Needs to be a cage match so Sasha can't get involved. I'm not going to let that one go. Okay. Got nothing to add. Uh, <laughs> the Undisputed Era continued to help Roderick Strong with his fear of Dexter Loomis. He has a match with Loomis but runs away and gets counted out. I like Roderick. I really like Roderick Strong. I think he's a really good wrestler. And they've made him into a scared boy. That man's got a son. He goes out with a lethal MMA woman. He's scared of nouts. But he's scared of Dexter Loomis. He's a bit scared, like. And Keith Lee successfully defends the North American title against Bala and Gargano. And what was that? A 20-minute match involving Johnny Gargano. So I hope you enjoyed it. 
he'll face Adam Cole in a title versus title match at the Great American Bash. What? What's this, Matthew? Well, apparently they've done In Your House. So I think there's finding refuge in audacity and using all the cool names from yesteryear. This guy's the fact that the shows are a bit pap right now. Do you think that they've done it coincidentally along across the same two-week spread as Fighter Fest by accident? No. Yeah, that's, I'm sure it was. Yeah, same. A clerical error. <laughs> because Vince McMahon has said many times his thing of business is to do as much as you can without hurting the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> live and let live is Vince's approach to wrestling yes he has that on his wall right next to the dinosaur skull <laughs> what would you use as a if you were NXT right now trying to use an old thing that you had copyrighted what what Cyber name would you Sunday. bring back Cyber Sunday ah. all day in this age the era of social media yes what about you NXT Halloween Havoc Yes. Okay. Amen. 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 With a big inflatable pumpkin. And going off the air before the main event comes on. <laughs> that was all the wrestling this week that we want to talk about. We're going to move on to the next bit. Let's have a rummage in our mail bags. <laughs> ah, keeping it cool by looking at the mailbag. Number one, lads. Hope you're all keeping well. Yeah. I finished watching The Last Ride last night, the WWE's version of The Last Dance. Mm-hmm. Taker's dedication to the character is outstanding, and how all the other wrestlers and trainers react to him just shows how highly regarded he is by everyone. My question is, when Taker is inducted to the Hall of Fame, should it be just him in the class and have people like Vince, Hunter, and others to come on and tell stories about him? Thanks to all of you guys at Cultaholic for all the content over the last few months. You've made lockdown bearable. Michael from Birmingham. Thank you very much, Michael. So I mean, the question is, should it just be him in the class? Oh, I think I meant to put an or and forgot about it then. But I imagine should it just be him or... No, I think just him. And then everyone comes out. It's like a this is your life. Oh, life. I see what he means. Right, 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 right. Right, rather than just doing the... All right, you get a chance to speak for a bit. Yeah, I think they've they definitely should do more for people of certain statues because they uploaded a clip a few weeks ago with Triple H talking about the worst moment uh, as being a the manager dude when he had to pull Ric Flair off, not like that Excalibur, uh, of his Hall of Fame speech. And he's there like, we have to go. We're literally going to go off the air now. And you think like, wait, Ric Flair gets the same time as Hillbilly Jim. <laughs> Something not quite right about that. So, Hillbilly yeah, Jim think- do- Hillbilly Jim did go on for quite a while. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. his career was the same length as uh, Ric Flair's. So, yes, I think they should just have half the event for Undertaker. Yeah, I agree with you, Michael. What do you think, Jack? I feel like it starts a dangerous precedent because then what if what if you get like... No, I'd love it if it was a Triple H special. No, never mind. Yeah, I agree with him as well. Yeah, I agree with Michael fully. Ross? Yeah, I fully agree. I think the Hall of Fame... Structure needs to be rethought. I don't like the four-hour shows they do. I know it's part of WrestleMania weekend, but just have two or three maximum going every year. You don't need five, six, seven, eight every single year. Um, and having one one year where it's just Taker, I think it's fitting for him because obviously it's the Undertaker. Yeah, well, we're all in agreement. Yay. Hey. 
Number two. I was driving to the gym recently to get my swole on. That's not true, they're not open. And I was listening to a resting documentary audiobook. Nothing gets my blood pumping like the behind-the-scenes history of a wrestling past. Anyway, the book mentioned a few wrestlers and their finishing manoeuvres. And then the question appeared to me, like the ultimate warrior appearing to Hogan in the mirror, even after getting to the gym and picking up some daddy weights, I couldn't shake the question. So here it is. What is the kayfabe reason that one wrestler can use a manoeuvre to get the three count on the wrestler, but another wrestler can use the same move and barely gets a two? Nia Jax get a win using a Samoan drop, but The Rock, Umaga, Roman Reigns and others cannot. What is it about dropping someone from her shoulders that makes hers more powerful? Or Shawn Michaels and a switch in music? Sure, you can argue that he could target a more sensitive point, to which I could counter-argue, a kick to the head is a kick to the head. Anyway, hope you lads stay safe. Rob from Georgia, US, who likes to casually brag. Maybe the gyms are open then. He's breaking into them. No. <laughs> hey, fair play to you, Rob. And make sure you put those weights back afterwards. Uh, that's a good question. And I always wondered that because during the early 2000s, or during the, uh, the Monday Night Wars, I should say, you'd see people doing moves to mock one another. Billy Gunn had this weird thing where he started doing a jackhammer. And you're like, all right, Billy Gunn does a jackhammer. Oh, kicks out of two. So I always went down when they'd say their patented move. So when Hogan hit a leg drop, his leg drop hurt more than the other people's because he'd practiced it more. Exactly. He had all his stats at that one leg drop. He perfected it. He perfected countless, the countless leg drop. trade. Countless like, hours of practice. So if we did DIY at home, it gets to a certain standard. But if you get professional in, it's their trade. If you do it day in and day out, it'll be a different standard, isn't it? Yeah. He's got a BA honours in leg drop. <laughs> Yeah. There we go. That was the answer to that, that question. Yeah. I don't know so much you can do with that. We've all agreed again. Oh, no. We'll have to disagree on this next question, all right? Oh, yeah. No matter what it is, I haven't read it, are you? <laughs> Number three. Good day, gentlemen. The recent appearance of the Eater of Worlds, Bray Wyatt, and his current feud with Braun Strowman got me thinking that at SummerSlam, the WWE could book a Three Sages of Hell-style cinematic match between Wyatt and Strowman, with Wyatt utilising his three alter egos in each stage. Of course, that means Firefly Funhouse Bray has to lose, but Eater of Worlds Bray and The Fiend could beat Braun, so The Fiend becomes Universal Champion again. That way, Braun does not look too weak. Firefly Funhouse Bray remains entertaining, since he is not meant to be an extremely serious fighter anyway, and Eater of Worlds Bray gets his revenge and some nostalgia after Braun presumably beats him at Extreme Rules and The Fiend regains his title again. Before I post my question, I need to say that you and other critics and journalists are overreacting to The Fiend holding the top championship too early. Ooh. The Undertaker won his first WWE Championship one year after his debut, and Brock Lesnar whooped The Rock in an even shorter period of time to win his first WWE Championship. As long as The Fiend is consistently booked strongly for the rest of his career, ha, ha, ha. Uh, and that has been the case, and no, that Goldberg nonsense does not count because it happened in Saudi Arabia, to use your own logic, he will be fine. My question is, what cinematic WWE match could you see realistically happening for the next 12 months? And I say 12 months because I'm assuming the expert projections that a vaccine would not be publicly commercially viable for the next 1.5 years. Oh, I wasn't oh. aware of that until you tell me, pal. Cheers. Uh, thank you, and I look forward to your response. Best regards, Sir JL from the Philippines. 
presumably rated to Mr. JL from WCW1995. Um, well, after that horrible bit of news there, I didn't realize it was going to take that long to get a vaccine. Uh, do I want to answer your question? Nah, shove it. Next week we'll talk about blah, blah, blah. Any thoughts there about this man's perfectly well-written, well-executed, cinematic two out of three falls match he's got going? I think, it, I think it seems likely. I think that's a good shout. I don't think they might. I don't know if they do it under the two out of three falls stipulation, but I can see them doing a cinematic match definitely. But as for ones that I could see in the future, I really don't know. It's got to be a fiend one, surely. But I can't think of what it would be. I am just glad that Sam's not here, because of course he was a big fan of Goldberg beating the fiend, and he said it was all going to be all right. And he was wrong. <laughs> um, Ross, what do you think? Uh, I first of all like to disagree with his point of view that we're wrong for saying The Fiend got the title too soon. We're still not a year past The Fiend's in-ring debut, are we not? Which is hard to believe. It was SummerSlam last year, wasn't it? Mm. So that, that tells its own story. If you want to use The Undertaker's year gap thing as a, as a point there. So take that, man from Philippines. Um, I don't know. Yeah, the, I would like to see three out of four. Three out of four falls me. <laughs> Get Husky involved. Good old Husky Harris. Lure Braun into a false sense of security. Give Braun the first fall by squashing. Three out of five. Three out of five. Yeah, three out of five. That makes more sense. Squashing Husky Harris and then bring the other three lads in. There you go. But I'm going to throw this out. I've, I watched an interview with Pete Rosenberg and The Undertaker. And he's, Undertaker was speaking about what we might see from him in the future. And he said, whatever he does, it'll be the... the the Undertaker we saw in the Boneyard match. So I'm going to make a bold prediction. We'll get at least one more Boneyard match. So there's one that will happen in the future. With Metallica. Despite, despite the last ride, a pro wrestling retirement, if you want to say it is, will not actually be a retirement. <gasps> one of the little glimpses of hope during this week was, like, breaking news, Undertaker retires. Am I? What? I mean, Picks he never said it, did he? No, he didn't. But no. all his newspaper says, Undertaker Possibly. Retires. <laughs> he said Until that, Vince think... needs him again. Yeah, never say never, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, uh, my pick would be for them to rip off Kaiju Big Battle and they do something with wacky blah, blah, blah. And then suddenly they're there and one of those old Power Rangers sets, there's a factory, there's a big Ferris wheel and all that, and they're brawling and going, look how big we are. Oh, oh no, Braun went into the factory, which then, you know, a little explosion. It's all Thunderbirds. It's all magnificent and treated seriously. And as long as whatever they do, silly bugger-wise, they cut back to someone like Michael Cole or I think Titus O'Neil, and they're going, what was yeah. that? As long as they do that and then move on, it'll be all right. Oh, and that was all the questions this week. Those were some nice questions. And if you want to send your own nice questions, don't worry, you can. Please send them to mailbag at cultaholic.com. Very nearly said my own email address. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's time for Reese's Pieces. Uh, afternoon, gentle sirs. I signed up for Patreon last month and I found up... Ooh, out to my surprise, I was Patreon number 1,000 for you all. Oh, Alberto Del Patreon. I have some Reese's <laughs> Pieces for you guys about Steve wrestling Harris. ring... <laughs> wrestling ring accessories this idea came to me while I was showering and I reached for my black bath towel 
which leads me to think who has the best gear when it comes to various items. I hope you guys have fun. Love your work and all you do for us. I always try to slow down when I read something and go, all right, where's this gun? But all right, uh, it's all about who has the best gear. Oh, okay, this this stuff makes sense. And it's the first time watching Reese's Pieces. Go around in a circle. Fastest thought first. Start off. Jack, Ross, me. Black Tal. Suzuki or Taz? Taz. Suzuki. Taz. White Towel. <laughs> Bob Backland or Val Venus? Bob Backland. Very different uses of the towels. <laughs> yeah. Bob Backland. Oh, Val Venus. Woof, what a towel. Fancy Robe. Macho Man or Ric Flair? Macho. Oh, that's difficult. Macho Man all day. F- Flair. Flair, hello? Nope, didn't hear this second time. I beg your pardon. Uh, it's got to be Flair. Oh, what? Because Flair has to have that robe. Macho Man could just put on a cowboy hat. <laughs> Bull rope. Texano Jr. from Lucha Underground or Dusty Rhodes? Dusty Rhodes. The Rock. The Brahma Bull Rope. Oh, <laughs> the best of all the ropes. Uh, I'm going Texano Jr. because I've forgotten about him until you brought him up. Weightlifting belt. Hulk Hogan or American Nightmare Cody? Even though I prefer Cody in almost every category, the weightlifting belt doesn't do it for me. So I'm going to have to go for Hogan. Yeah, Hollywood Hogan, hands down. I have to pick Hogan just because when he'd use it, he'd go, Acha, Acha. <laughs> like Foley. Yeah, that's big Foley being asked a question. <laughs> Animal mascot. British Bulldog with Matilda. Coco Beware with Frankie. Or Jake the Snake. Or... Jack the Snake, as Ross puts it, with Damien. Probably Jack the Snake. Matilda. Jack the Snake. Vest. Roman Reigns, Stone Cold Steve Austin, or D'Lo Brown. Oh, D'Lo! You're living in the. You're li- dealing with the real. You're living in the real. Whatever it was, D'Lo. <laughs> you're living in the real deal. Ah, D'Lo's chest protector for me. Aye, D'Lo, you're eating the meal deal now. <laughs> sunglasses, Bret Hart or Orange Cassidy? Orange Cassidy, because the sunglasses, I know that he passed them off to young fans and it was nice, but I never quite got it. Bret Hart's not a sunglasses man. I know you're going to disagree and slate me for that, Matthew, but I'm going for Orange Cassidy. I'm going for Orange Cassidy as well, because Bret's, to me, look more like skiing goggles. Yeah. Which are to be worn on the slopes, not the streets. <laughs> <laughs> streets. <laughs> He's from Canada. That's how he goes goes down and gets his, his daily poutine. He has to go down the slopes of uh, Montreal. Whatever. Yeah, it's uh, Mr. Brett for me. I'm, I'm picturing Brett Hart as a South Park Canadian with the <laughs> flappy mouth. I think he'd look really good. Hey, buddy. I'm the hit man. I think it'd be really funny. <laughs> and there Brett there is. There Brett there was. <laughs> <laughs> Wrestling singlet Pete Dunne Vader Ryback Kurt Angle or Michael Cole Kurt Angle Angle yeah, Angle It's like the best the, one off there though The strap's Van, down Van Damme's the best one surely No He never strapped oh, down Bit of, bit of air, airbrush paint whatever it's called Yeah R- Ryback had that Yeah 
Cotton. Looking like a, a fairground. Yeah. Looking like South Shield seafront. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, mask. This is hard, but I did my best. It says here: Rey Mysterio Jr., Bandito, Ultimo Dragon, Psychosis, Ray Phoenix, or Tiger Mask. In terms of just the wrestler, Ray is my favorite out of all those. But in terms of the mask, I really like Bandito's mask. Yeah, I was going to say Bandito. Different in it, but where's mm. Kane? Bloody hell! Oh yeah, he did his best. It says here. <laughs> uh, Seacosis, but only with the giant wig. What well, Liger? He did his Sorry. best. Sorry, he did. He did do his best. Yeah. Pyro, Batista's machine gun fireworks, or Randy Orton's golden shower of sparks. It says here. <laughs> uh, Batista. Golden shower all day. <laughs> Golden shower's not my thing, but I know some people who do. Scarf. That's not even a joke. MJF <laughs> or Antonio Inoki? Inoki. Bob, bit of Burberry, but MJF. Can I, can I go for Timothy Thatcher, please? Uh, yeah. Okay. Th- Thatcher's Thatcher can. I've got to say that one of the highlights of NXT this week for me uh, was they're doing the, those little segments and it's just him stretching, going Boston Crab, using two fingers, you can hold a mantle in this place. And then afterwards, after he stretched all his lads, he goes, all right, line up. The important thing is we all had fun today. <laughs> <laughs> Baseball cap. John Cena or Tatsuya Naito? Naito for me because Cena's got various things. And I don't, the cap's not the first one that springs to mind. He's got like the jorts and the wristbands and everything, and the bright t-shirts. Whereas with Nido, the cap really makes it. It looks horrendous because he's got such a mullet going on at the back, but that's his gimmick. He's a big scruffy boy. So I'm going for Nido. I'm going for John Cena because they're available in every single color. All of them. All of the colors. Cena, just for when he threw it, in the crowd at one night stand and they threw it back. Was that not a shirt? Did he not do his cap as well? Maybe, probably. No, it was a shirt, wasn't it? Oh, all right, Nato. <laughs> uh, again, thank you for keeping us sane during these times. I hope you enjoy reading from Kyle R. in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Mm, Kyle R. Ah, Milwaukee. I remember Kyle R. I think we'd talk then about how Jeffrey Dahmer was from Milwaukee, which probably wasn't the nicest <laughs> thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it says here, please do not bring up the fact that there's any... Fa- oh, never mind, mate. Uh, thank you very much. If you have any Reese's Pieces and would like to bring up any famous murderers uh, from your area, please, please, please send them to mailbag at Don't bring him up, Ross. Okay. I thought Ross was going to say the one from Newcastle. The man himself. We're not going to do it. That's fine. No, you know what I mean. Everyone to do the Yano. Big lads. Hit around no. Ross's town. Okay, it's no. all good. All right, okay, fair enough. Clue, Never mind. Never heard of it. It's Cultaholics. The question. Wow, what a podcast. The big question is, who would, who should lead the WWE Women's Division in Charlotte Flair's absence? Ooh. Mm. So do we know how long she's going to be out? There was hope that she'd be back for SummerSlam, but that's not confirmed. That's just speculation. Uh-huh. We like speculation on this show. 
to be honest with you, I thought Asuka was carrying it on her back the past few months anyway. Oh. I think she's getting lots of hits on the YouTubes. Lots of many retweets on the Twitter. It's the only way I know of measuring success nowadays. So <sighs> um, if you can go back to her, make like Charlotte Flair's Goldberg and pretend she didn't happen, I'd be all right with that. What do you think, Ross? Yeah, fully on board with Asuka. She's been the undoubted star of this lockdown era, in my opinion, in the, in the whole WWE. Um, maybe even the whole of wrestling. Uh, yeah, Asuka. Captivating I, lady. I have a different answer. My answer is Sasha Banks. I think she's... This could be controversial. No, it's not controversial. Do we agree that she's the best wrestler out of the horsewomen? Ooh. 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 Ooh, again. I think Charlotte's better than me. Matthew? Sasha's second, though, yeah. It's like when you start off Pokemon and you can pick three different types. They're all good in different scenarios. Yeah. <laughs> you cop out. Yeah, I know, right? I feel like <laughs> Sasha... We, me and Ross should have said Bailey because we met her and pestered her for a picture. It's the most embarrassing thing. <laughs> mm. Can we have well, a picture, please, Bailey? Oh, dear. I think the thing is, Charlotte's... Charlotte's probably slightly better, but she's overexposed. And Sasha doesn't get... The, she doesn't have the chances that the ones have had. For whatever reason, she gets a lot of crap instead. So if they had Charlotte on... If they had the roles reversed, I think we'd be saying exactly the same. E, I'm sick of Sasha, me, everybody. No. Charlotte should no. be having those. No. Don't think so? I just find, no, I agree with you. I was just kidding. But I do find <laughs> Sasha very constantly entertaining. I'm never like, oh, God, I can't be bothered with this Sasha match. I'm always like, oh, it's the Sasha part of the show. I just think she's class. Yeah. And I think we'll preface this by saying, thank you. We'll preface yeah. this by saying, no wrestler. I would want to see on all three brands. No, a week. no. God. No. Like, Apart um, from Triple H. Oh. Imagine. Try to think. Who else? Who else is on the roster? Nia. Ja- Let's try and think who of a new name. Who on the roster? Yeah, where's, where's Bianca Belair? Where's she Ooh. gone? Yeah. Oh, well, I did, a, I did a news story on Bianca Belair. Uh, she apparently is going to come back. She's still on Raw, but they took her out because they knew they were planning all this silly stuff with the Street Profits, and they thought, we don't want her involved with that, which I think is actually a good decision. Yeah, that's fair enough, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they had her do a now instead? No, she's gonna, they're just keeping her in the... They're just keeping her back. Then they're going to go, well, hey. I don't know why I've got faith. It never works out for the NXT call-ups, but... Because you've got to have faith. Got to. Faith of faith of faith, though. Yeah, faith of faith. <laughs> she go with nice. Good. That was it. Remember. No, <laughs> I'd say them. Uh, or Rhea Ripley uses. She comes out one time and says, "Hey, remember when I was uh, doing really well?" And then Charlotte stuck a beak in. Yeah, well, where is she now? And then just basically rules over it until Charlotte comes back, and then there's a ready-made feud. That'd be nice as well. And then Rhea can win. Mm-hmm. That's just crazy, Ross. Yeah, I feel like Io Shirai could be one as well. She's great. Hmm. Well, she's not going to be because WWE never push a foreign-speaking top star because they don't trust them to 
cut promo, I guess. But I think she's easily good enough. Mm. But never mind. So we've got ready for this bit, isn't it? Um, <laughs> That's okay. There are, the important thing is, now I will be nice, there are lots of cool talent on the roster that can hopefully use this. As long as WWE is all right using them. I also noticed this week a little news story that Tom did in his video was the fact that uh, Natalia and, uh, who was it? Was it Liv Morgan? Lana? Of Team oh, Death? yeah, they had their match. Oh, no, no, they had, they had a match oh. on Raw. Again, I'm, Liv, I'm sorry, Liv. I'm not following yeah. Russian music. No, you were right. It was Liv. Yeah, it was Liv Morgan. Oh, get in. Um, and they obviously have the photo albums on W.com, and there was lots of action that wasn't actually seen on TV because they decided to cut a lot of it out. And she tweeted, oh, thanks for... Thanks for cutting all that out. So, yeah, lots of talent there. WWE would actually bother to use it sometimes. And you know, you know how it is when you go the, you go, oh, you know what? I'm really in the mood for something. You look at your cupboard, you haven't got it. So you go, what? So then you look at the fridge and go, oh, I'll have eggs instead. There are a lot of eggs in WWE's fridge right now. <laughs> what? What was this analogy? <laughs> okay. I don't know. It's like almost approaching Tommy the Turtle levels. It's been a while since we mentioned Tommy the oh, Turtle. Oh, God, remember Tommy the Turtle? Remember those good jokes yeah. we had? Remember when we could go outside and not be sad about everything in wrestling? I'm a puppet jack. <laughs> you keep mentioning puppet jack. I'm sure he's fine. He's not. I'd love it if we... I would love it if we found him just dismembered. I would oh, love it. God, yeah. <laughs> no, no, because oh. I'd feel bad because obviously that lovely fan gave it to us in Las Vegas. Now, that was only... That was only a year ago. Yeah. Time's weird. Yeah. It was 13 months ago, wasn't it? To yeah. the day, the 25th of May. The time when we all went to Vegas together on slightly different flights. <laughs> you guys worked your beautiful bollocks off, working very hard to get all those videos out. And I went out the time of my life and took edibles and loved life. <laughs> I got drunk one night. It was all right. You had an angry drink. No, I had a drink at the indie place. That weird promote. I talked to you about it the other day. I still don't. I still you not. Know. I'm not convinced that that existed. I think I just made it up. Weird. Hell of a story, though. The D's nuts guy was there. That's right, he was. <laughs> Trying to end the show now because I think that's as best as we're going to get this week. Again. I was going to say, sorry, but no, I'm not really. Uh, we're all in a rotten place right now. Um, wrestling fans and everything in between about what's happening. We've done our absolute best to make something out of nothing. We hope we've done something for us. And we can only hope to keep on trying. And I'm glad that I have the opportunity to do these with these guys because during lockdown, we're having no outlet. Been walking around the house, throwing stuff, having a bit of a cry and just wondering what the hell I'm going to do in my life. So I'm very thankful I've had these guys here. Fantastic, Jack. Even more awesome, Ross, to talk some crap with. It's not been great this week on TV, but I'll love uh, focusing on that rather than the other stuff going on. I'll take a crap raw uh, by Brother P. Brother P? Brucey P, whatever his <laughs> name is. I don't care anymore. Um, over everything else that's going on. And hope you feel the same. Uh, thank you very much for watching all the way. Uh, any closing thoughts there, Jack? I have two things to plug. <clears throat> um... First one is that mine and Owen's Twitch stream got delayed last week because of everything that was going on. We didn't feel like it was appropriate to be like, look at us do a funny stream. But we are doing it this week. Uh, we're doing it tomorrow from, I believe, 6 p.m. UK time. And it's going to be a bit of football manager for anyone who wants to join in uh, in the chat. 
So check out our Twitch channel for that and for loads of other streams we do. My other thing to plug is that I returned to the top of the Cultaholic Fantasy Football League this week, so it's been good. Just thought I was... Ross. Yeah. yeah, I've got now because I'm having a couple of days off now. I'm having a nice little break, uh, but I think it's still happening oh. that Jack and Sam are going to do a New Japan TMS yes. and hopefully not trash the Gary YouTube shtick too much. I, I should have mentioned that one, sorry. Yeah, Ross is off, so me and I'm stepping in. Me and Sam are doing every IWGP Heavyweight Champion tiered from worst to best. Or, well, in the tier list format. Uh, can't wait to see where Brock Lesnar ends up. So, there we go. Bob Sapp, number one. Well, Bob thank you very Sapp much for your, for your hard work there. And Ross, I'm glad you're having some time off. I think everyone could appreciate that. Now, thank you for watching all the way or listening all the way, however you're doing this. Please keep yourself sane, mentally fit, and remember, there are some good people out there. Uh, we'll make this mean how many of them will be after all this is over. But please end the podcast by putting your hand up by the web thingy you're doing. And people are on Twitter sending more and more of these, so it's not just us being weird. And on the count of three, you know the drill. One, two, three. Join us. Baga, 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 baga. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Cultaholic Wrestling News.